business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, teacher licensure exams. Relevant stakeholders must be invited over mass failure, says APAC. Eric Opoku wants parliament to sermon a Greek minister over anthrax outbreak. Tamale Abuabo timber market land earmarked for redevelopment, says land minister. And in other stories this evening, we will continue to guarantee safety and dignity of refugees, says Professor Atefua. This business pots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum now. The details. The minority in parliament wants various stakeholders in the education sector to be summoned before the Education Committee of Parliament over the mass failure of teachers in the 2023 licensure examination recent. The minority says the National Teaching Council, various colleges of education and their affiliates, and the Ghana Education Service ought to brief the committee on the underlying factors contributing to the failure of the teachers. Speaking to the media in an interview, the deputy ranking member on the Education Committee of Parliament, Dr. Clement Apak, underscored the need to invite the relevant stakeholders on the failure in hopes of addressing the issue. A total of 6,451 out of 7,728 teachers failed the 2023 Ghana Teacher Licensure Examination conducted in May 2023. The Public Relations Officer of the National Teaching Council, NTC, Dennis Osei Owusu, has said that the high failure rate in the 2023 Teacher Licensure Examination is a national security trend. Osei Owusu in an interview with the media stated that a failure rate of teachers who took the recent exam is a cause for concern as it means that many teachers who are yet to join the teaching profession are not fit to be called teachers. Now, Deputy Ranking Member on Food, Agriculture and Cocoa Affairs Committee of Parliament, Eric Opoku, wants the Agriculture Minister Brian Echampo brought before Parliament to outline measures put in place by the government to manage the recent outbreak of anthrax in the country. Following the outbreak of anthrax in the Upper East Region, the Public Health Emergency Management Committee in the region placed an indefinite ban on the movement slaughtering and consumption of ruminants in an interview with the media mr opoku noted that the agriculture and health ministries must be resourced to fight the outbreak he added that brian echampong must brief the committee about the government's plan to handle the situation eric opoku also called on the food and agriculture authority fda to intensify education on anthrax as the Ido Adha celebration approaches. Now, the Minister of Lands and Natural Resources has informed Parliament that the government has earmarked the Tamale Ababo timber market land for redevelopment. Mr. Samuel Abujinapo made the disclosure Tuesday on the floor of the House in his response to a question by Mr. Suhuyini Al Hassan Saibu, the National Democratic Congress Member of Parliament for Tamale North. 
The MP asked the minister whether the Tamale Ababo timber market had been sold to a private developer and also earmarked for demolition. Mr. Jinapo noted that as part of the redevelopment scheme, by a lease dated 15 December 2020, by taking effect from 29 August 2020, a portion of the land measuring approximately 1.38 acres had been granted to Fatu Caribbean Company for a term of 50 years. He said the lease was expected to develop the land for commercial purposes for the benefit of the people of Tamale and its environs. He said to be able to commence with the redevelopment, the lease must be granted vacant a possession of the portion of the land granted, declaring that this will require the removal of some structures within the area. He added that there were a number of kiosks or containers that might be affected by this exercise. He said the Land Commission and some other stakeholders would work with those affected to ensure the exercise was undertaken smoothly. He reiterated that the redevelopment was necessary to ensure efficient use of public land for the benefit of the people of Ghana, while at the same time beautifying the nation's city. Mr. Jinapo said similar exercises were being undertaken in Accra at the aviation city, as well as Kumasi, Cape Coast, and Takrade. Now, in other stories, the safety and dignity of refugees in the country are guaranteed. The chairman of the Ghana Refugee Board, Professor Ken Atefua, has assured. He said refugees were also being encouraged to be self-reliant to enable them to contribute to national development. Professor Atefua, who gave the assurance to an event to commemorate World Refugee Day in Accra yesterday, added that the country remained committed to ensuring refugees do not only keep hope alive while they remain here, but also develop themselves to make meaningful contribution to communities they live in and the development of the country at large. The day is observed on June 20 every year to draw the attention of the world to the plight of refugees, causes of their plight, and the ways to address them, and also take stock of the state of asylum for those seeking international protection. The UNHCR has been given a twin mandate to support states to provide international protection and also seek durable solutions. The event in Accra was marked with cultural performance and drama by some refugees in the country. The nation is hosting more than 11,028 refugees from 30 countries, including Afghanistan. Professor Atefo said the government had authorized the issuance of a version of the Ghana card, non-citizen identity card, to refugees to ensure their inclusion in the socio-economic activities of the country. Professor Atefua, who is also the executive secretary of the National Identification Authority, however, said that about 4,000 of the Ivorian refugees had been supported by the UNCHR and the Ivorian government to return home. He said about 3,000 of the former Ivorian refugees opted to remain in Ghana due to the fact that, in their assessment, they had better socio-economic ties here, having lived in this country for over decades in most instances. 
the country representative of the UNHCR, Esther Kirago, said Ghana had a rich pan-Africanist tradition of hosting refugees. He said the country had a policy of inclusion and integration that allowed children of refugees to have access to free education at the junior high school level and the national health insurance, among other benefits. Now in business, Ghana is leading the agenda for African cocoa producers to establish a cocoa exchange on the African continent. The cocoa exchange would help the continent to have some control over the pricing of the commodity. It will function as an international marketing platform for financing and trading cocoa proceeds. Presently, there are only two international markets, New York and London, which makes it difficult for cocoa farmers in Africa to bargain for a better pricing. Speaking of the opening, the stakeholders workshop on the feasibility studies for the African Cocoa Exchange, the chief executive officer of Ghana Cocoa Board, Joseph Boahin Edu, said the move is the best way for Africa to control pricing. He added that this will give some confidence to producers over the pricing of cocoa in the world market since Africa is the largest producer. The Minister of Food and Agriculture, Brian Echampong, lauded the initiative and indicated government support. He therefore described the establishment of the exchange as a new dawn in Africa's cocoa industry. All things being equal, the African Cocoa Exchange would be established this year with Ghana making a move to host the platform. Now moving to sports, Okwewo United Football Club has secured a return to the Division 1 league after beating Pelicans on March Day 4 in the Eastern Regional Football Association's Middle League. Okwewo United headed into the penultimate game of the league two points ahead of second place live now academy knowing that a win for them and a defeat for the latter would secure promotion to the second tier of ghana's football the nkoko bay side emerged three one winners over pelicans on wednesday while live now suffered a one two loss to right to dream academy the results mean Okwewu United win the middle league with a game to spare and will play in the Division 1 league during the 2023-2024 season. Okwewu United suffered relegation to Division 2 in 2017 and have been struggling to make a return since then. However, their success this season means they have a chance to fight for a return to the Ghana Premier League at the end of the next season. Okwewu United were once a strong force in Ghana football in the 1980s, representing the country at continental levels. In 1987, they advanced to the second round of the CAF Cup Winner Cup, but redrew in the first round in 2001. Now in showbiz, it appears R. Kelly is dealing with some serious medical issues, but the prison's medical staff is allegedly neglecting his needs. Initially reported by Hip Hop DX, a leaked phone call obtained by Rap House TV emerged that R. Kelly expressing his concerns about medical attention surfaced online. In the call, R. Kelly claimed that he has made uh, numerous complaints about his health without any doctor actually checking on him in any capacity. 
the RMB singer previously underwent surgery on his arteries for blood clots. However, it is unclear if that is why he sought medical attention. I don't deserve to die because somebody miscommunicated or somebody took a guess at what's going on with my leg. I'm not supposed to die this way. You're not even supposed to take a chance on that, R. Kelly allegedly says in the audio clip. Afterwards, he explained that under any other circumstance, someone would have already tried to rush him to get checked by a doctor at the very least, receive an x-ray or some sort of test. R. Kelly explained that he needed to voice his concerns due to the apparent risk of his conditions we need to get that checked out we need to look at uh, that we need to do the x-ray he explained they didn't even x-ray and that is why i'm speaking out on this because i'm scared of my life in that area and who wouldn't be they treat animals better than that he indicated and that's how we draw cuttings on the evening news bulletin on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awen temi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time good evening